Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. Sit down for two minutes. We are going to stand up and pray. Amen. Jesus said, My house shall be called a house of prayer. How many of you are ready to pray? You are ready to pray. Can I see your hand? You're ready. By the way, welcome two people sitting around you. Welcome them to church. Tell the person, I'm welcoming you to a fantastic experience. And then, have you finished welcoming? Now, then welcome two people three rows away from you. And tell the person, I'm welcoming you to a fantastic experience. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Clap your hands for Jesus. Now, there is something very new happening only in the flaming fire service. That I should have talked about last two weeks but um, well I'm, ma- I'm making that announcement today now that is for the first time only in the flaming fire service we have formed a new basanta called downloading stars They are a very powerful group in the church. And they are people with laptops and computers. And all they do is that on Sundays when we come to church, they download things onto our devices, phones tablets pen drives now one of the their main activities um, bring your pull up bring your pull up here carry it here someone should help him Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, it's fine. Maybe on a second step or something. Yeah. 
So, Lady um, Pastorana, be, be ready to throw away any rubbish. Yes. Downloading stars. Are you one of them? Are you a bodybuilder or you are a downloading star? So they have a special t-shirt. Okay, this is also one of them. Beautiful. Nice downloading stars. Yes. What's written? Flames. Right. So what they do is that they have everything. As they stand here, they have everything. They have all the makane. They have a lot of Christian music. And of course, they have all of Ida music, Ida Live. So when you come to church on Sunday, maybe during the week, you wanted some Ida Live, but you couldn't find it. Tell your neighbor, relax. In church on Sunday, when you bring your device, you get free Ida Live music. Is it powerful? If you also have a tablet or a phone, we can download the Makane or some camps. Because if you are a flamer, messages must be going on every time in your room. That's how first lovers are. My son in first love, in his room, at home. When he's at home, there, there is a message on all the time. Day and night. He's just playing. So flamers are also going to have, and you don't need some speaker, just your phone. Then if you're good behavior, somebody will bless you with a Bluetooth speaker. So, um, early next year, God willing, we are going to have an awards night. And the awards we are going to be giving out will be Macanes and Macarioses and Bluetooth speakers and different tablets and so on. Yes. And headsets. Amen. So, if you need also messages on Dagi Ward Mills podcast. First of all, they will also make sure that you have got the Dagi Ward Mills podcast, Bishop's podcast on your phone. Do you have it on your phone? Let me see your Dagi Ward Mills podcast. Your fingers are shaking. Let me see. Excellent. Excellent. So, everybody must have the Dagwood Mills podcast and make sure that you listen. And then also the messages that are preached here will also be downloaded on your phone or your device. So, we are going to get 
the um, when, when we finish building our office we are going to have one room for the downloading stars air conditioned it's like a consulting room so you sit in front when it's your turn you take your device there then they will click everything and then they will download amen is it powerful yes so music any music also you want any music and the crouch hill song what mention them kate green fred hammond as for either life it is uh, it's an app constant amen and other if you want reggae if you want classic classicals you are going to have it so clap your hands for the downloading stars and they are at the back so when you close um, do you even download the messages preached that day yes so you must get the messages and so they will not go up they will come to you they don't know the people up they know only you amen so clap your hands for the downloading stars great so turn your bible to psalm 122 we are going to pray that our lives in the church will be the life that God wants us to live. Amen. Psalm 122 verse 1 I was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. Is there anybody here today who was called by someone to come to church? Somebody said, let us go to church. Is anybody here? Yeah, many of you. Let me see your hand. Yeah, somebody came to call you. Great. Now, the church is a very great place that when you find yourself in the church, it's a privilege for you. Yes. Amen. Amen. It's a privilege for you to be in the church. And today we are going to pray that God will constantly bring us to church. Constantly. We are going to pray for our love for church. How many of you believe that you must pray that your love for the church will grow and grow and grow and grow? Till you yourself are a church builder. Amen. Amen. Verse 2. Our feet shall stand within Lincoln International School. No. Our feet shall stand within Akosombo International School. No. Where will our feet stand? Wesley Girls High School. He said, our feet shall stand within Achimota School. No. Where will our feet stand? Within thy gates. Clap your hands for the gates. One of the things the devil wants to do in your life is to prevent you from coming within the gates of the church. See, 
Yeah. Because he knows. He knows what the church can do. Oh, yes. He knows what the church, how the church can affect your life. Today we are going to pray that God will plant us within the gates. Amen. Within the gates. Amen. In 20 years time, you should still be within the gates. Amen. In 7 years, you should be within the gates. Amen. In 30 years, you should be within the gates. Amen. When you are dying, your coffin should be brought within the gates. Amen. Not where we smokers are smoking, we enchanting and carrying your coffin around. Mm. I've seen all of it before. Jesus. God has prepared the church. Our Jerusalem is the church. And everyone must have an agenda. Listen, look at me, look at me, look at me. Can I give you a vision for your life? Yes. Or you don't want a vision for your life? We want it. Believe God to have something doing in the church. That will make it difficult for you to stay away from church. Amen. Wow. Make it a vision. Wow. If you don't have anything you do in the church, any wind, any breeze will blow you away. The devil does not want you to be here. I see. The, what, the devil does not want you to be here. But David said, Our feet. Our feet. So one of the prayers we are going to pray is that God will give us relationships in the church. Amen. Because he didn't say my feet. Is that what? Our, Our feet. feet. The Lord plant me in a group. In a choir. Our choir is called Majesty. Majesty. Yes. You keep watching them. There's, there is going to be a revolution in this cathedral. Yeah. A lot of people internationally know this cathedral because of the messages preached. Yeah. But soon, they will know this cathedral because of the stars that will arise My from here. God. Already they know. Yes. But it's going to be more stars. More. And you are one of them. I said you are one of them. We are praying and saying, Lord, put me in a relationship. Give me someone. Someone. Who will be my friend. Who will encourage me to go to church. Our feet. Hardly will you alone make it. And of course, we are not talking about bad groups in the church fornicators worldly people unspiritual people the church look at the crowd already already look at the crowd in the church 
in a crowd like this, believe me, not everybody is correct. Not everybody is a proper Christian. There are twisted souls here. I pray that you will never encounter them in the search. Amen. Yes. But rather you are going to find people who love God. There's a young boy just like you who loves to pray. Who loves to do outreaches. Who loves to wait on God. Wouldn't you want to have a friend who would help you to wait on God? Wouldn't you want to have a friend who will ask, ah, I didn't see you in church last Sunday. Some of you, if you don't come to church next week, nobody will call you. You're not in any, I mean, you're not under anybody. I mean, you are like a dog without an owner. But God will give you relationships. Even if you are not 20 or 10, one person who will encourage you to know God. And they are here. There is a lady here. If you become her friend, your Christian life will go up. Our feet. Not my feet. And I'm the first to admit that there are devils in the service. But not everybody is a devil. May God lead you to the next person who will upgrade your spirituality. Our feet. Say our feet. Our feet. The Christian life is not easy to live alone. I'm telling you. So we are going to pray and ask the Lord to, to, to give us excitement about the church. Wow. Some of you, you are feeling sleepy. If I start showing Secret Lover Part 2, Nigerian movie, you, you, you will stand up. Your eyes will pop out of their sockets. Because there's no excitement. But Father, give me an excitement. Give me something to look forward to. Something. Let me love your house. Yes. Let it be a place of interest to me. Yes. A place of importance to me. Yes. If I'm not able to go to work, let me be able to go to church. Amen. Give the church its greatest importance to me. Stand to your feet as we pray. Ask your neighbor, do you love prayer? Do you love prayer? Can you pray? Can you pray? Lift your two hands. Kosala dada. Oh God. 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 Establish me in the church. Establish me in the church. By your spirit. By your spirit. By your power. By your power. Give me a friend. Give me a friend. A pastor. A pastor. A leader. A leader. A shepherd. A shepherd. Through whose friendship. Through whose friendship. I'll be established in the church. I'll be established in the church. Begin to pray now. Pray. 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 Clap your hands and pray. Korobo ko shikere bere bere la sadi mo shaba ya 
Let my feet be within your gates. Our feet shall stand within thy gates. Give me a friend. Not a homosexual. Not a fornicator. Not a pornographer. Not a worldly person. Not a thief. A Christian. A spiritual person. Through whose friendship I'll be established. Pray. Planted. 
Lamande parigado para la gatabara y teke para da banda ba la minia basalua y capale godo manian sangue adado minia palaia y la leca y la leca para bayata y manan capelo copo everybody believe look look down look at your feet hmm. speak to your feet Say you feet. You feet. I didn't hear. Say you feet. You feet. Listen to me. Listen to me. You will be planted. You will be planted within the gates. Within the gates. Say you will not be found. You will not be found in parties. In parties. In nightclubs. In nightclubs. In sinful places. In sinful places. Say you feet. You feet. You'll be planted here. You'll be planted here. In the house of the Lord. In the house of the Lord. Begin to pray. Pray. Pray that your feet will be planted. Pray that your feet will be planted. Yes. Nothing shall take you from here. 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 These feet will be found within the gates. 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 So down, please. We'll stand up for the last time. The next prayer topic. Verse 3. Are you enjoying the prayer? Jerusalem is builded. This is old English. Now we say built. As what? As a city. That is what compacts together. This is one of the most powerful sentences in the Bible. Jerusalem has been built as what? Note it. Jerusalem is not a village. No. Jerusalem is not a town. No. Jerusalem has not been built as a village. No, no, no. In every nation, the place of greatest enlightenment is the city. There is nothing beyond a city. It is village, town, and city. 
and Jerusalem. This is one reason why you must love church. Mm. That Jerusalem has been built as a village. So when you are in Jerusalem, you become a villager. Is that it? Jerusalem has been built as a city. A city. A place of the highest level of enlightenment. City. That is, no matter how dark your family background is, when you come into the church, you have entered a city. A city. You have entered a place of brightness and civilization and advancement and greatness. Jerusalem has been built as a city. And there are many of us here with very bush backgrounds. I was sitting at a restaurant in Dar es Salaam with a man who was a politician. Politician, grown up. I can't give you more information. He could not eat with a fork and knife. Wow. Grown up. And at a point, we had to move away from him because the way he held the knife, he could, I mean, if the knife slips from the plate, it's entering somebody's chest. I'm not joking. I was sitting there. Kasadomalaya. One of the things the church does is to enlighten you. It civilizes you. Did you know that countries like England, America, and so on, their laws were laws, mosaic laws. It is today that they have now written that a man can marry a dog in their laws. But originally, they transplanted the laws of Moses into their statute books. Wow. The church can civilize you. I see. The messages you hear constantly, the Makane, the Dagiwad Mills podcast, when you listen to it constantly, you will be different from your sisters at home. Some of you come from families where good morning is insult. Mercy. Mercy. Some of you at your age, when we see you quarreling, we may think you are a professional. Hmm. But the church can change you. It is in the church that we wear ties. Yeah. There will be some Sundays it will be suit and tie Sunday. Oh, yes. You won't be wearing this, these rags every Sunday. No, no, suit and tie. And there will be a room. You f- wait. Oh, 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 there will be a room. 
if you come, you, you come early, there'll be someone there to show you how to tie your necktie. My God. How to tie the knot. In the church. In the church. I'm going to be having special dinners with different groups My to God. teach you how to eat with a fork and knife. In the church. Why? Jerusalem is what? A village. No. It's a what? A city. city. So, so we don't worry about our background. Whether your father was a doctor, your father was a lecturer in the university, your father was a farmer, your uncle was a drunkard, your father was a drunkard. We don't mind. Once you enter the church, your transformation has begun because yeah. Jerusalem has the highest standards of enlightenment. Highest. It has been built as a city. I personally know pastors who have never been to school. But because of Jerusalem, they preach with English, impeccable English. Mm. Because Jerusalem is a city, the place of your greatest enlightenment. Some of you have never opened a book to read in the past two years. But in the church, we will force you to read. That's why we come to church. To associate with something better than what we have in our houses. Better. Some of you sitting here don't know the upbringing of a father. And those of you who have the fathers, some of the fathers are, are, are as good as not alive. I don't want to use the real word. But in the church, your pastor is a father. Hey, when they say sit down, sitting down. Some of you are spoiled children at home. But I'm happy you are in flaming fire. I will unspoil you. Mm. Anything you want, if you don't get, ah, 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 then you lie on the floor, you'll be kicking, kicking what? Rolling. That's why we come to church. You see, another reason why Jerusalem is a city is that it is a place that if you allow it, the thing is, allow. If you allow it, it can change you till you yourself are a city set on a hill. Mm. Matthew 5.14 Ye are the lights of the world. In any country, there may be no light in the village. There may be no light in the town. But in the city, some skyscrapers will be shining out. By all means. You are the lights. And the city that is set on a hill. You are a city. Amen. The church, which is a city, can change you yourself from a bushwoman oh, to a city. I believe it. So, 
So some people followed Jesus Christ. Some 5,000 people. And for three days there was no food. And the disciples came to him and said, send these people back to the village. Jesus said, what are you talking about? Nobody follows me and goes back to the village. Wherever I will find food for them. So they don't return to the village. And did he find food for them? Nobody follows Jesus and returns to your bush life, your village life, because you yourself ought to be a city. So Jerusalem as a city can change you yourself till you yourself are a city. But the problem is not... See, I, I wish it was as nice as this. The truth is that many people in Jerusalem do not allow themselves to be changed. They are in Jerusalem, but they are still backward. Not everybody allows. People, Reverend Michael, I don't know if you know him. We are one of our pastors in the first service. He used to smoke Indian hemp in sacks. No, people buy it in rolls. He had wee in sacks. Hey. He smokes it. Wee, not in rolls, sacks. Today is a reverend minister. Why? Because Jerusalem is a city and it can change your life till you also are a city. But some people sit in the church and never allow the word of God, the authority in the church to change their lives. Mm. And you are not new. We, we, we knew about you before you came here. Judas was selected by Jesus. He died like an unbeliever. Depressed people, people suffering from severe depression who were committing suicide. Judas was with Jesus. He managed to commit suicide. Not everybody allows Jerusalem to change their lives. They're preaching. But David, Hmm. he said, My feet shall stand within thy gates. There are people who come near. We bring them near. They never change. Demas was near Paul. He had the chance. Listen to me. Listen to me. I will not deceive you. Sitting here in church does not mean... You see, let me tell you. We don't get born again only to go to heaven. If getting born again was only to go to heaven, then there should be a coffin-making factory here. When you get born again, you die into the coffin. You are of no use. There's a reason you are left here on earth for 50 years, 40 years, 20 years. You, You must be changed by that experience. 
We are not in church just waiting to go to heaven. We are in church to be changed. To be changed. Demas was in church, but the Bible says he loved the world. Hey! Haven't loved this present world. He was never changed. He sat by Paul till he backslid back into the world. Listen to me. Sitting here is not enough. Can you be changed? Can this church change you? From a homosexual to a straight guy. Can you be changed? Jerusalem has been built as a city. So that it can change you into a Matthew 5.14 city. Set on a hill which cannot be hid. But will you allow that transformation to take place? Will you cooperate with the pastors to change you? Some of you have been in this church for one year. If we take your phone, we'll find unbeliever songs. Plenty. I'm telling you. Plenty. Last night, Saturday, at 12.15 in the a.m. in the night, this morning, 12, some of you were up watching pornography, not watching Daggy Ward Mills. Some of you are fornicated this week. As you are here, you may be in the transforming center and never change. Wow. It is not enough to be in church. We are going to pray that God will grant us the humility to be changed. Amen. Like, like school. A typical example is Achimota, Augustine's, uh, Was, Pope John, Prempe. They, they are supposed to make you a better, like, like when you spend three or four, it's today that I think has fought. But those days when school was proper school, five years in Adesadel, five years in Infanspin, you you change. But today, people enter church, enter school, and come out worse than they were when they entered. Can you be changed? Is it not sad that somebody can be near Jesus and by the time he's dying, he has more demons He has more demons than he had when he was coming near Jesus. At least we know that one demon entered. Judas had one more demon by the time he was through. And Satan haven't entered him. Normally when we come to Jesus Christ and we are near him, demons must come out. But for Judas, demons entered him. A disciple 
hear is not enough. You can sing in the choir, you can sing whatever, you can play whatever, you can do whatever. Being here is not enough. Will you allow yourself to be changed? Hey. There were women who were following Jesus. Joanna, Salome, Susanna, and one of them was described in the Bible as Mary from a city called Magdala. So she was called Mary the Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. And the description was out of whom went seven devils. Hmm. Out, not in. Judas was in. Mary Magdalene was out. Hello? Hi. Judas was near. He said, then Satan entered. Kasakaboda. Twelve disciples. Satan enters. Then woman. Satan comes out. Which one will you be? Will you be out or in? Some of you come to church and sins that you have not committed in the world. It is in the church that you start practicing. Will it, will your in your case will it be out or in? Hey. I've given you two people, a, a man and a woman, Judas and Mary of Magdala. It's a question. You can raise your hand and answer. It's a question. In your case, will you be a Mary from Magdala or you'll be a Judas from Kerioth? And both of them, where they came from, was used to name them. Judas Iscariot. Mary Magdalene. Judas came from a town called Kerioth. So, because there were two Judases among the twelve. So, they had to differentiate. So, his name was Judas Iscariot. Anybody whose background is so strong that it's like when we see you, we see an Awe. When we see, we see, we see a gun, a Gatsby. Gun, a Gatsby is gun, sweet, beautiful, and beastly. Hey! I'm telling you. Those of you that your background is so strong that, like when we see, we see an African. Mm. When we see you, we see a Ghanaian. Mm. It's like some of you, even when you are traveling, you must carry Banku with you. Bush woman. Bush. Ghana must go Banku, Tilapia, Kobe, Jenny, Nyadwa. No, it's amazing. I'm asking you in English Will you be Mary Magdalene or Judas Iscariot? Which one? You have to choose which one. Will you be the one demons came out of or will you be the one Satan himself entered? Entered. Hmm. And all these people were around Jesus. Being here is not enough. Tell them it's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. Oh, tell a person. I'm, I'm happy to see you in church. 
but it's not enough but it's not enough there's more to do there's more to you and as a person ask your neighbor what should i do what should i do allow yourself to be changed allow yourself to be changed Abba, a day will come you should be able to say oh i used to watch pornography every night now i watch like what mills videos and now I, I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to Dagiwa Mills videos. The last time I watched pornography was three years ago. When can you tell that story? So if you are your age, you are sexually active. Some of you are thieves. I'm t- look, when you are in the church, be careful. Oh. Don't just leave your things. Not everybody is like you. That's as if you are correct. Jerusalem is a city. And it changes you yourself till you are also a city. No matter the background you came from. You see, here we don't use where you came from. We believe that no matter who you are, the word of God, the presence of God, the power of God, the house of God can change you, change you. Like it changed Mary Magdalene. Stand to your feet. We are going to pray. Lord, make me like Mary Magdalene. I don't want to be, I don't want to be like Judas. No. I cannot be near Jesus and end up in hell. Mm. I cannot be near Paul and end up in the world. No. I want to be. I want to be. Like those who came near Jesus. Lift your two hands. And now we are praying. Open your mouth and pray that Lord change me. Change me. Change me. Change me. Change me, Lord. Everybody note something in your life that must go. Some demons in you that must go. Some demons. A behavior that must go. Lianda kapani maneke parabalaru. Lianda kishkini maneke. I want to hear you praying. How come you can't change? How come you cannot change? Pray. Abiada Santa Caparabaca, O Lampacacinianta Carreste Keregebe, Lugini Madologobo, Blanda Sikidi, Laricanta Cabranta. Lift your hands, everybody. Let us say, Lord, I surrender. Change me, change me, change me, change me, change me, change me. Change me. Jerusalem is a city. This is a city. It's a place of change. It's a place of change. Mazalaba doli babosa, mazaboli doli mamosa, 
Demons must come out of me. Demons must come out. 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 Rancha, rancha, rancha. Akala de melegebe runtaka. Ronina sota baba. Is a change in the use of your body. The use. You can be in the church and your body is, is used for twisted mm. things. Mm. Romans 12, verse 1 I beseech thee. you therefore brethren by the mercies of God I'm giving you three weeks I want to see a totally different person sitting behind the computer working for me totally different is it clear I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your spirits. No. Sorry. Your what? Bodies. Your souls. No. Your what? Bodies. Bodies. Now, by the way, this is a letter to Christians. Look at it. The top. It's, it's, not, it's not clear, but you can see Romans. The church it's a letter Paul wrote to Christians in Rome. The church members were to read this letter. And he was begging them that the use of their bodies. You can be a Christian and your body is used for fornication. Mm. Masturbation. Mm. Pornography. Mm. Your eyes, your eyes, your eyes are a part of your body. You can feast your eyes on pornography. Say, use your I beg you. I beg you. I beg you. And I told you. I told you. Listen to me. If you will ever be a pastor one day, eh? If you ever be a pastor, know this that some people will never change. It's a something you need to know so that you are you are cool and calm 
as you watch people. Some people will never change. And also some people will change like black changes to white. He said, I'm begging you, by the, look at it, by the mercies of God, that you present your body, the body. God is interested in what you do with your body. A living sacrifice. Holy. Holy. Some of us have presented our bodies to church today as instruments of unholiness. And I'm also like Paul, begging you. I beg you. I'm kneeling down. I beg you. I beg you. I beg you. Hmm. Present your body. Holy. Holy. Acceptable. That is acceptable. You should know that what I'm doing with my body is not acceptable. Including as a woman, how you dress your body. I'm preaching. This is even a teaching. I'm, I'm, I'm just, it's a prayer. That is, he said, present, present your body. This is a presentation. Ask anybody, how have you presented yourself to church today? How have you presented Inspect, yourself? look at how people have presented themselves. Some of you, even the shirt you are wearing has not been ironed. Hey. No, I'm not joking. A Christian cannot wear a dress that throws your breast in the air. Hey. Airborne, airborne breast. The breast is a paratrooper. Present your body mm. holy and accept. And it says it's re- it's a, it is your reasonable service. That is when we say that you must be holy, we are not asking like asking a dog to fly. Oh, it's no. reasonable that you don't allow the boy going to marry you to play with your body before you put a ring on your finger. It's reasonable. Reasonable. Lift your two hands and say to the Lord, change my life. Change my life. Let church change me. Let church change me. Let my people share testimonies of jobs and businesses and visa and breakthrough. Lord, let my testimony be my transformation. How I was something before and now I've changed. Lift your hands and pray. Talk to God. Pray. Open your mouth and pray. One day, when I'm teaching, when I'm preaching, let me share my testimony about how my life changed. I was like this, but now I changed. A living sacrifice. No si palo la This our last prayer. Open your mouth and pray before we sit down. Pray, 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 pray. Ragia Santana, 
to change my body yes to change lift your hands and thank God for a testimony you will share one day that I was a weed smoker one year after entering the church I stopped it's been 17 years now since I smoked weed it's been six years now since oh, I prophesied, prophesied, prophesied. Shaman to Makota. It's possible. Allow your life to be changed. Thank you, Father. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Keep clapping your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of us feel like we have been changed? We have been cleansed. We have a new vision for our lives. That we will be people that Satan left and not people Satan entered rather. That as you are in the church, rather you are inheriting a demon. May it not be your portion in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for Jesus and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. Put your hands together again. Amen. It's testimony time. Amen. Psalm 19 and verse 7 says that the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Hallelujah. You are going to receive wisdom today. The testimonies that are coming to you this afternoon are going to convert you and make you a better person. If you believe it, shout aloud. Amen. So we have one powerful testimony this afternoon. And to bring us our testimony, help me welcome our brother Ernest. Put your hands together for Ernest as he comes on stage to bring us this powerful testimony. You are welcome. Okay. And... Please, my testimony, I'm Ernest from the saved zone. And my testimony is shortly about how God has blessed me. And it's, um, I believe he's going to bless you also. So, and uh, it's about how God has blessed me by having a consistent, quiet time. Wow. Please tell us how it happened. Please, one, uh, about a month or uh, two ago, uh, I went to a church at Bread of Life. So after that, we've been coming here, and I was there, and uh, it was time for a call to salvation. I was just there, and they say, if you want to receive Christ, come. So I, I didn't know what happened. I was just there and I went, I stepped forward. So when I was going, 
like the book was uh, like this the same thing and i saw like quickly something say look up and i saw the book so after uh, the service and i went to pastor Ida, uh, i've seen a book in hmm. the distance so uh, i want to read and i believe that book is going to help me because wow. I, I like i really don't have my quiet time i see it as it's waste my time because hmm. the time i wake up and go to school i will sit down and read Sally, forget so i'll just i'll i'll see my book and bible everything i'll see it but still not read tell but, your neighbor don't forget but now but now i can do my quiet like I, i'm wild I, I can do the quiet time very well and so he gave you the quiet time book yes and you were reading it yes and then what did it do to you now please what did reading the book do to you um, he gave me the book um, like that Sunday that I saw it and I went to him then speak to him about it then he gave it to me wow so as you are standing here now yes you don't forget you actually have your quiet time yes every morning yes I have. so you had your quiet time this morning yes i had are you sure yes okay share your quiet time with us do you want him to share his quiet time please share your quiet time with us my quiet time is about knowledge and the verse is taken from uh, romans 3 and it's about how uh, when you have wisdom and knowledge you have the fear of god in you and anytime the demon or like devil come, you can be able to resist that devil. And always, and always there shall be peace at your door or your way. I will thank you. I, and I will thank everyone here listening to me now to have uh, the acquired time. Because it's very, it's very powerful. It will keep you on fire so that maybe during the day, so that when the demon comes or the devil comes, you can use the verse that you've learned to cast out that demon. Can you see that he's already a preacher? I said, I see the word of the Lord working for you too. So, are you, is, is that the only book you are reading now? Please no. So now you are reading more of the books. Yes. What, what other books are you reading now? I'm reading, uh, it's a great thing to serve the Lord and uh, how you can become a strong Christian. I would like to encourage you. You can also do something. Find one of the books today. If you don't know the Quiet Time book, just go and pick it up. Walk to a bookshop or come. I'll show you a few of the content, the, the chapters. Go and look for it. Read it. Study it yourself. See the need to have your quiet time and also begin to read your Bible. You are going to be a flaming fire. I said you are going to be on fire for the Lord. You are going to have the word of the Lord bubbling and bumping out of your life in the name of jesus no devil will be able to stand you put your hands together for ernest for that very powerful testimony let's do it better amen this afternoon i just have a simple question for myself and also for you that what does Jesus mean to you? Amen.
That you're trying to make the pieces fit Easy high upon the clouds Or just another Grecian myth Tell me what does Jesus means to you Jesus means to you 
I hope you'll be among the last who becomes the first. I hope I never say I regret the way I lived. I hope I never say. Please let me. say that. Amen. Today, he just have a mess. He has a message for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. If I give my heart to you Let's go I have a message from the Lord Jesus and me to you Are you ready to listen? Do you want to hear it? I have a message from the Lord Jesus and me to you to listen. Are you ready? And do you want to hear it? Did I make a mistake when I 
you took me for granted. If I give my life for you, will you give your life for me? And if I die for you, oh, would you die for me? If I give my heart to you, what will you do with it? ground this afternoon for the word of God. Amen. Amen. Let's clap our hands to Jesus. It's on to Jesus. Amen.
by a girl with a bad attitude. Nothing that the preacher said touched her heart that day. She was on her phone throughout the preaching, chatting with her friends instead of listening to the word. She didn't understand anything that day. That's when I knew I was sitting by a stony ground.
Put your hands together again. Are you ready for the word of God this afternoon? Are you ready for what God has for us this afternoon? Oh, flaming fire, I don't feel your excitement. Are you ready for what God has for us this afternoon? The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 14, that when that Proverbs 24, 14, Proverbs 24 verse 14 so shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto thy soul when thou hast found it then there shall be a reward and thy expectation shall not be cut off i want to announce to you this afternoon that our welcoming of this man of god is wisdom to us look no further when the bible says that you have found wisdom you are going to receive a reward when you see him here there's no need for you to search again the moment he stands behind this pulpit as you see him and when i see him know that you are looking at wisdom i hope you came to church with an expectation this afternoon because you are about to receive a reward your life is about to be transformed flaming fire are you ready for what is about to come to us then with a loud shout 
with a scream. I want you to roar as we welcome the ministry of I'm Bishop Edwin Morgan.
be like a goalkeeper. Any ball that comes, you catch it. Catch it. your neighbor pay attention Luke 6 49 
But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built an house. Upon the earth, against which the stream did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. I've been teaching on the subjects I have called foundations and the reason is that we are building our lives we are building our Christian lives some of us here are building our ministries Some through this thing we are doing here, you'll be surprised that you will start building a family. You'll be here now, before you know it, you are marrying here and you are pregnant six times, six children, twins. Some of you sitting here. Looking very nondescript. You're one of the most senior businessmen in the church. When you sign a check for the church, it's $100,000. I'm preaching about foundations. And I'm happy you are the ones I'm preaching to. Yeah, because you are young. So you have you have now started building your lives. But this frightening scripture says that you can build and there is no foundation under it. That's why I'm I'm teaching you about foundations. So that you will not one day put your two hands on your head. That you've wasted your life. Because you can build for many years and there is nothing under it. You can be a pastor of a church and there is nothing under you. So I'm teaching the subject with great excitement. And I've taught on certain foundations. Foundation of diligence. Foundation of what? Repentance. The foundation of Jesus Christ himself. And that's the number one. You see, that one is the, is the, is the, is the, is the archi. Archi. The first. The overarching foundation is Jesus Christ. I will encourage you to go to the downloading stars after church and get the message onto your phone. 
last week's message. Very Jesus Christ. You can preach very well. You don't have Jesus Christ. You can dance. You are a pastor. You are a leader. You don't have Christ. You don't have Christ. You can be a pastor without Christ. I'm telling you. You can cast out devils in the name of Jesus. You don't have Christ. So today... You see, you see, foundations, Jesus Christ is the foundation. He is the foundation. I mean, he is the foundation. I mean, when you have Jesus Christ, you have Christ. You have Christ. You have, you have, you have it. That's the main thing. But there are certain things you do as a Christian that are also foundations. So the Bible talks about other foundations like repentance. I've not even talked about faith, the foundation. It's a, it's a major foundation. I mean, you can't be here in this place if you don't believe things. Yeah. You don't believe things you can't see. You don't believe things that are not real in the world. You must believe things. Yeah, you are an unbeliever. We are called believers. So I will come there. You, you, I mean, you cannot, you can't be in this life without believing things. So there's a foundation called faith. I'll come there. But today, you see, why I'm talking about foundations is that there are certain things you do that the Bible describes also as foundations of your life. So when you are when you repent, it's a foundation. It's not Christ. He said there is no other foundation except Christ. But some things are also under the building. Diligence. It's a foundation for ministry. You lose it, you've lost your shine. You see, pastors. Lay pastors, you appoint them, they work very hard, they get their appointment, and then they begin to win. They lose their diligence, their energy, and their zest, and their, and their, and their, and their, and their unstoppability. And soon, they are a degraded and downgraded version of the original self. Diligence. You must have it to keep your shine. I know singers who cannot learn a new song. They can't. They can learn a new software. They can learn a new whatever, but they can't learn that Danois as it was in the beginning is now. And I mean, to get some singers to sing a new song, Abba, then make me an astronaut. No diligence. So the Bible describes diligence. You see, there are some behaviors which are foundation. Paul was advising Timothy to warn the rich men in the church. 
that they be not high-minded. Nor trust in uncertain riches. First Timothy 6. Not knowing that he was talking about for the, for the rich men, it was a foundation that they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be arrogant. Verse, verse 18. Uh, um, 17, go back, go back, just one verse, I think. Charge them that are rich in this world. So, so he was, he, he was advising his son that in your church there are some rich men. Warn them. That they are not high-minded and trust in money which vanishes, but rather to trust in the living God who gives all things richly for us to enjoy. 18. And tell them to do good. That when we are having Cathedral Sunday, they should give more. They shouldn't come and stand there with thousand cities. Crumbs. That they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, to give. Then verse 19 is a killer. Laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come. There are some things when you do them, you are stabilizing yourself against a time to come. It's a foundation. It may not look relevant today, but you are laying for yourself Asha, a foundation for some time to come. Kazata, especially today's foundation is called the foundation of sacrifice. You are here, you don't sacrifice, you don't understand sacrifice, you have given up your future here. He said, by, by that, they are laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against. Because a day will come. That bonnet, he said, warn the rich men. Warn the men who are rich. Like in this church, we don't have men who are rich. We've got women who are rich. Warn the ladies. With a lot of money. Warn them. That when it is Cathedral Sunday, they shouldn't come and stand there with 5,000 cities. And use $10,000 to buy plane tickets with their husbands to go and fly somewhere. And sleep in hotels. Then when we are building for the church, they come and stand there with 5,000 cities. You try it. I'll throw the envelope at you. Nonsense. Say, warn them. Because, because, a time will come. Genesis 48 says, a time came in Israel that money failed. You know, you have heart failure, liver failure, kidney failure. There's also money failure. You have the money, but it's useless in your hand. Don't try it. So warn them that they must give. 
so there are behaviors. And Joseph said, give your cattle. And I will give you for your cattle. If money fails. And in the next chapter, a time came when money, what, what Joseph said, happened. Ah! They had money. They couldn't buy what they were looking for. Don't, 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 don't be too wise. Don't be too wise. Some of you who will use any means to get a husband to marry, you will get the man. You won't even know what to do with him. Bishop sat a lady down and said, what you have done? Eh? He told her in English. What you have done? He gave the lady four things that will happen in the marriage. Yes, because she collected somebody's beloved on campus and married. And he told the bishop told her just years ago, he said, what you have done in the marriage, you are, this is what will happen. 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 She met Bishop later on somewhere. He said, Bishop, the thing you told me, all plus more. Those were the highlights. Highlight. Those were the highlights he gave. Plus more. Be careful. So when you want them not to be puffed up, not to be arrogant, when you want them, <laughs> they may think you are asking for their money. But what they don't know is that they are laying for themselves a foundation. Sometimes a pastor can tell somebody to give a certain amount. It's not because the church wants it. But it is for them, for they themselves, to, 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 to block a certain access. There are some sacrifices when you make, you are blocking disasters. And you see it right now in two minutes. So you also here, ours is not money. That you are rich. Some of you, I mean, you are everything in life. You are an astronaut. You are every president but a rich man. Everything but rich. <laughs> but it is only today. A day will come. Gazaposha. Kadalabadakasa. Shamakalaba. You'll be at one time you'll be sponsoring 20 people in school. One, one time, 20. Some of you are going to be building church buildings. You, you will build and say, we finish. I know a church that is now building police stations. Yes. But you will be building church buildings. Yes. <laughs> one man, one building. One district, one factory. Receive something for your life. I said, receive something spiritual. It's in the air. You know, you know, you know. Don't sit. It's not everything you you see. There are there are even viruses in the air you can't see. The fact that you can't see something doesn't mean it's not there. I'm telling you that there are riches in the air. Receive some. Some of you, there is grade A in the air. Receive some. I'm getting excited. I need to cool down. 
So, so certain behaviors are foundations. Not even for today, but it's a, a time to come against against the time. A, some dabonibi will come. Dabonibi will come. That you will need to fall back on something you did earlier on. Yes. Hmm. So I'm talking about a foundation that if you are here, you intend to be here for a while, you need to understand that it's a foundation and it's called sacrifice. If you are here and you are not the type who sacrifices things, you can't last. Because this kingdom, this world, this one we are in, in this chair, the, the, the basis... In fact, we came here because somebody sacrificed. So this morning, when we were eating the communion, and, and we'll do it, I, I told them to hold the bread, to look at it, and I said, this is somebody's body you are about to eat. And I asked them, when will someone also eat your body? What you are holding is somebody's blood you are about to drink. When will someone also drink your blood? When will somebody eat your time? When will somebody eat your energy? When will somebody eat some, your, your, your future you gave up? When? It's reasonable. If you are here, I'm telling you what I'm preaching here. Will rank either number one or 1B. You are here in the kingdom of God and you are the type who doesn't sacrifice. You don't, you don't give up. To sacrifice means to offer up your material possessions to God for worship. There is a time you will be required to offer your material possessions to God. Like our brother, there's a brother who has a pickup here. He uses it, it's like a church truck. Up and down, carrying speakers every day. It's like I've, I've never bought a spoon, spoonful of petrol for him. Yeah, it's a sacrifice. Maybe he himself doesn't even know what he's doing. Yeah. There's a motor king. These things that people use to buy, uh, to, to, to sell pure water and so on. It's there, packed. A sister gave it to the church that for as long as you are built, just use it. When you finish, bring it back to me. And that thing has helped us to cut a lot of costs. There will be a time. It's called sacrifice. If you are here and you don't know how to do such a thing, you are out. Because your future may depend on your ability to give up your material possession. So in the book of Acts, some people sold lands. Oh, take it. Houses, 
Take it. It is a part of our life here. When I was a pastor 24 years ago, the church, I took my carpet from my sitting room to the church. My keyboard, I took it to the church. I mean, it's part. It's a foundation. I mean, it's, it's a foundation. I mean, if you don't, if you are the type who doesn't know how to give things, like, like you have a laptop and realize that ours is freezing. Say, I'm giving my laptop. I'm giving my thing. You see your pastor walking up and down, taking torture, taking Uber. Say, this is a car. I've given it. Somebody came to my house. He gave a brand new car. I've, gave, I've given it. It's part of the Christian life. Christianity is not just praying to wait to go to heaven. We sacrifice. And if you don't know how to do it, an evil will come for you. We maintain our existence here in the kingdom through, among many things, sacrificing. Jesus. To sacrifice means you will surrender something prized or desirable for the sake of something higher. If you don't know how to do it, you will die of HIV. Something desirable. Like you be, you wait, look, here. What I'm saying, eh, it will happen as if I'm looking at the sky and I'm saying the sun will set very soon. And it's going to set very soon. You will meet a boy, smooth talking, handsome, but he's not born again. You have never met a man who treats a woman like this guy. You'll be confused. Because sometimes... A devil in town is nicer than an angel in the church. But he's still a devil. Something prized. There are people who get born again and they cannot stop with their boyfriend. It's also another project. Because it's like they love the guy, they, he loves the girl so much that so some even enter the kingdom with the girlfriend. Be born again now. Get, kneel down. Let's stay here. <laughs> You'll be required. God, it's, listen, listen, He will come for something you like. He will come for something you like. He will come. He will say, Give it up. I'm preaching about foundations. Give it up. That is, if you are interested in being with me. If you are not interested, hold on to it and you will lose your place here. Ambitions. Plans. Say no. You, you, you want to be here? Give it up. There are women who have a, a, like a desire or a vision that when they marry... They will have seven children. My wife had that plan, that mind. That she's going to have is this eight or seven, some type of 
Because a woman can give birth to ten. There's something called Bedu, tenth child of one woman. And so she was trying to get, I think, seven or eight. I said, no, it's not compatible with ministry. Give it up. Some of you may have plans to go to America. When you become a center leader, you become a center leader, the ministry, you enter, enter, enter. You say, give it up. You, you, you can't go. I was like that. I was going to America. I wrote my exams. I passed. I was going to go. I said, no, give it up. You can't go. You can't. Either you go or you leave the ambassador. But there are people also in America who are pastors. Not you. Okay. And I understand it now. Leave them to be pastors in America. Not you. God will come to you. Something which has taken you years to get. He will say, give it. And can you imagine a lady who is 37, 42? 42 years. No beloved. Uh, just yesterday, a man came. He says he's from Italy. He says he loves you. Nobody has told you that before. He has come to Ghana for two weeks. One Sunday he came. And the pastor finished preaching. He said, Those who are paying tithes should come. And he sat by you. He said, I didn't say tithe, tithe, tithe. No. I said, I said, I I'm going to marry a fool. And the God will say, Yes, you are 42. But this man, give him up. No, I like him. He said, give, no. Lord, I've never met a man who plucks tomatoes in Spain. I like him. Give him up. Tomatoes <laughs> Something you prize. I'm preaching on you. They think I'm joking. I'm a fancy, but I'm not a comedian. He will visit you. If he visited me, he will visit you. Yeah. He will come to you. Say, give. He came to Abraham. He gave him Isaac. After years. He got Isaac. He said, kill him. Take him. What? I said, move. <laughs> Without that ability to give up something you like, you can't work with God. You can't. You can't. You can't. You'll be around. He will ask for something from you. By all means. By all means. Go. I'm, I'm not the type. I, 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 no, because of my background in IT, I just want to be with the downloading stars and also help with the uh, software for um, the, 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 the um, uh, uh, Basenta system. So, no, no, no. Go and sing. Oh, how? How? Leave the laptop and go and sing. <laughs> And if you don't have that ability, you will sit by the laptop till the next girl. Not that she is one of the IT guys from NASA who has come to join the church. But she's not just from NASA. She has got also got AIDS. She's got what? Believing God for healing. <laughs> and I wouldn't need to a computer, 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 yeah, now they are done it. 
If you had left the laptop to come and sing, you'd have escaped computer NASA. I'm saying that you you have the ability to give up something you like because God asks for it. Without that, eh? Like, like Grace. She was part of a choir. She was in the first service with a choir. I said, I said, give it up. Come and commit yourself to the service. Let's work here. I like this. She was there. I, I like her too much. I said, I miss her every Sunday in the first service. But I said, no. We, we are do- this is also a service. And already I can see her fingerprints on the service we are having already. Who knows what is coming out of it for her? But she can say, no, I won't go. I won't go. Massing Royals. Foolish girl. Go bassing mini Royals. The things you like, the friends you like, the places you like, get ready. God is about to tell you, don't go there again. Don't walk with that boy again. That is, if you want to be with me, if you don't want to, continue with him. One of the nicest gentlemen I know of in life is God. Very nice. He will never struggle with you. Even if he does struggle with you, it won't be for a long time. He leaves people to follow what they want. And experience what they must experience. I'm saying to you that expect it soon. Even if it's not soon, later. Something you like, something you love, he will say, give it up. Billy Graham, he always used to drive his car when he's going for crusades. He will hug his wife, kiss his wife, leave the gates, drive, and then stop just by about two or three houses away and cry and continue driving. Because he's leaving home. He wants to be with his wife. But God says, leave her for three weeks and go and preach. You want to walk with God, you want to be with your wife every day. And it gets worse if she's a witch also. What you cherish. And all of us have got things we cherish. Some of you have got dresses you cherish. But God will say, you cannot be with me and be wearing this underwater blouse. Underwater. What, what, that, it's like your breasts are buoyant. Underwater blouse. When you are in it, the breast is floating. Achimides principle. Give it up! I told you that you are about to hear perhaps the most important message ever. Ever. It's today. Not last week. Even, even this is higher than anything I've preached apart from Jesus Christ. In fact, there are some of you 
who may need to even listen to this one first before you hear Jesus Christ because you may need to sacrifice something to be able to get Christ. Anyone here with the, if you have the mind, if, if you are here, some, there are some people here, they sit at the back, they've come to collect their debts. Somebody in the service owes them. So they come to get the money to go. They're not here. Some boys are also here to chase a girl. But those of us who are here with the mind that we are in church, like we are in church for life, better listen to me. Take your, you don't even need to write notes. Just do this like she has said. Listen to what I'm saying. One of the abilities of God, talents of God, is to collect from you what you think is your best. What you prize. Because he knows that there's a snake inside that thing you are liking. It's not everything we can say in church. To sacrifice means to permit injury or disadvantage for the sake of something else. Gadula baya. To what? To permit what? Oh, I'm preaching. I've not preached this like before. This is the first time I'm preaching this. I preached the same thing this morning, but it's like class two. This is the real message. I didn't even go through this one. To permit injury for the sake. Sometimes you must be ready to weep. I, I didn't know this was in the, in the book. I just remember that ah, I've seen some definitions, so I went back. I preached from chapter 7, but this is chapter 1. To permit something that makes you cry. Something that causes you pain. For the sake of something else. Jesus Christ. For the joy that was set before him. And God. The cross. For the joy. Some of you. May need to permit. Some injuries. That's why I said, anyone who seeks to save, oh, I'm enjoying the message. Anyone who seeks to save his life will lose it. He will ask for something that is injurious. He will let you do something that makes, that will make you a laughing stock. A doctor in Kolebu, he told medical students, and one came to tell me, he said, he had great respect for me. Until he heard that I was following daddy what males. And he lost it all. So there are circles where I'm not respected at all. There are people I have brought near me. Who have come around and by their presence made people have thoughts about me. Yes. Injury. But it's okay. It's a sacrifice.
Sometimes God will tell a prophet, go to town and marry the prostitute who stands by the circle, the, the one at the runabout. Yes. No, 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 no. Not the one inside behind. The one who stands at the runabout that every man knows in town. Go and marry her. You want to work with God? He will, he will let you give up something that hurts you. When you walk with God, it's not only laughter. <laughs> There's also crying. There are ladies in the church, at least in the first service, who are, I know them who are not married, not because no man likes them, but the, those who have come so far are fools. They are not correct men. But they are correct by worldly standards. In fact, one of them, a Christian in church, he said she can't marry because she's ministry-minded. This guy doesn't like to work for God. And she cannot marry. She's there. So when others are wearing their wedding rings and whatever, she has no rings on her finger because she wants to follow the will of God for her life. You, dear, any boy who comes, once he has got papaya, you have to sleep with you. Once it can take you for one night of papaya. To allow. You cannot walk with God if you don't have that ability to allow. Allow something. Allow. Allow. Something that is injurious. Something that hurts you. When your friends meet and they are talking about their PhD, you, you can't talk about PhD because you, 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 you use that time to do ministry. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the class, you are more intelligent than them, but now they are doctors and professors and you are still master or uncle. you are walking with God and you don't have this under you you are just here for a few months you are just here for a few months you will not last here some things he will ask you to do will injure your pride It will hurt your pride that somebody lower than you is now above you. A pastor sent me, oh, I love him. He sent me a text message yesterday. All things being equal, he is about to be consecrated as a bishop. Then he felt a desire to switch his denomination within the UD. He wanted to join another denomination. And he was told that if you join this new denomination, the meaning is that you are forfeiting your consecration as a bishop because we will never consecrate you when there is this pastor there already. So you like you'll be a bishop 
and a reverend somewhere is above you because you are not going to be the leader of the church of the denomination in that area. He said, I still like it. I won't be a bishop. I'll still be there and be under. So soon he's going to be under his junior. Some in a certain sense. Somebody who could have been a bishop. It's not a bishop. He's there in his cell and the and the reverend calls for meetings and he's running with his, his shepherds. He can sit there. And the reverend is the one teaching. But meanwhile, as he says that he could have been a bishop with a mitre. But sometimes, there are sometimes for you to fulfill your destiny in the ministry, you will need to give up something that hurts. It injures, it hurts your pride. If you don't have it, you can't last. And I'm telling you that the world there, the world now, is getting dangerous. I have prophesied already, and it's going to come to pass. A day is going to come in a cry here. There will be free Wi-Fi everywhere. Already it exists in some parts of Accra. Yeah, some communities. Free Wi-Fi. Airports. I don't know about Kotoka. But there are airports. Free Wi-Fi. Soon, it will be part of the arrangement. Some taxes will be taken from here and here to pay for free Wi-Fi. So that those who are profane will be more profane now, now you don't buy airtime. Ponono, ponono. Free. And then those who are also into that, you are Mills videos also. May what the devil has planned to destroy you with, may it rather and inure to your advantage receive that blessing even as I'm talking now there are some boys here their mouths are watching I see saliva like the idea that there's free wi-fi for pornography I can't imagine it free porno Because you were not ready to give up habits during our time, our time, those days when we were 30 years ago, 30 years in the 50s. <laughs> Those days, we were chasing girls. When we see a girl with nice hair like this, we go after her. Now, so so today, boys don't have wraps. Those days, we had wraps. We go to Placito. And copy raps in cards. <laughs> yeah, that's what we say. So that, say 
when I see you, I can't see anybody else. You have blocked my view. You make me lose my sense of reality. I know we were all created, but it looks like you were crafted. Something about your eyes make me see the stars. When I see you, I don't have any desire to care for myself. I will abandon my life to follow you any day. People are now writing notes. I know that dressmakers draw before they sew. I never knew that God drew before he created you. met you earlier I would not have failed mathematics because when I see you I understand proportions but I'm sure you know I've been with you long enough to know for you to know that any day I will give you my heart and use batteries. Any day. Any day. Yes. I've enjoyed living with you in Africa but any day I will take you to the Arctic zones where there is no sun because you are my sunshine I regret not having met you earlier. I have put on weight that I shouldn't have put on. If I had met you earlier, I would have lost appetite for anything else.
men are watching her receiving the ropes. But God will come to you. Today, most, most boys here don't have any raps. A brother was going to, uh, to propose to a girl. He said, for God so loved the world. So I also love you. Foolish boy. For God so loved the world. <laughs> for God so loved the world. Why? Today, I'm saying that if you don't know, today, boys don't rap girls. The girls are the ones chasing us. So if you are a Christian who cannot sacrifice your feelings, sacrifice pleasures, you, you, you won't last. You will have three outdoors in one month. Under your preaching, your keyboard playing, your singing should be a life of sacrifice. If you don't, nobody walks with God. Look, a temptation will stand in front of you. If you don't know how to give up pleasures, it's over. But you, you are the type that anything that is nice, you like it. You have never said no before. The only time you said no was when a taxi driver was taking your change and said, no, I will not allow you to go. Apart from that, anything, yes. That's a girl. She's not here. No, no, she doesn't come to the service. She was in the university. Cutting her hair. A baba. A baba. USD. Was cutting her hair. And suddenly she began to have sexual feelings. She, she told the baba to stop. She, he, he, hold on. He had, cut, he had cut half of the hair. He said, don't cut it again. Commercial break. She went and closed the windows. He, she had sex with the Baba in her room. Baba, where? Baba. When they finished, she continued to cut the side. Maybe she's even outside. Maybe she's not. She's here. You can't say no. That anything that is nice. I mean, once you see man, you must follow a man. Some of you once, I mean, you cannot be broke. When you get broke, it means that you are you, you are the one calling for my boyfriends.
and that is what please now let me end the service well that is the reason why we sit in church without any power over pornography power over homosexuality power you don't even have power to come to church a bus must bring you because the bible says in first corinthians chapter 1 verse 18 for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness but unto us which are saved how many saved people are here in this room unto those of us who are saved it is the power of god the power to stop pornography the power to say no i can't sleep with you no the power to say i'm I'm not feeling well but i'm going to church the power to say i'm i'm writing my exams but i'll be a shepherd i'll go for the camp the power to say no more pornography Many of us like that power. Because the Bible says that see, the preach, the cross, the cross is a sign of death, sacrifice. But see, it's not used now. We don't use crosses now. But in those days, 2,000 years ago, crosses were like today's electric chair or guns, AK-47. So ideally, Christians should not even wear the cross. We should wear AK-47 or electric chair. Because, because a cross is an instrument of death. But because it's not used now, we don't know the significance. The preaching of death and sacrificing to the unbelievers, it's nonsense. Nonsense. Why should I take 20,000 of my money to come and just put it into the church? What, what, what is that? Why should I pay tithes? So even today, there are pastors who preach against tithing. In spite of Jesus' words. Jesus' words. Anything, some of you, your Christian life is a life of convenience. Anything which which impacts on you negatively, which takes away your comfort, which takes away your, 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 your happiness. No. Some of you are here in church today because you felt like coming to church. Next week, if you don't feel like coming to church, you won't come. But this morning, I did not feel like coming to church. But I came to church. And I know there are many of you here who didn't feel like walking in the sun to be here. But you are here. But some of you are living what we call the Christianity of convenience. When is good for you? Some of you haven't had sex in one year because the boy you love has traveled if you what if he relocates to Accra you'll be more than Memuna, Memuna.
for those of us who are saved, the preaching of death, loss, sacrifice, it is our power. The power we have, anybody who wants to have power over, over pornography should ask himself, what am I to sacrifice to have power, power over this problem? I'll take it again. I'll take it again. Anybody who wants to have power over a habit, fornication, pornography, stealing, power over an ill, an evil, your only one question you must ask yourself is, what must I sacrifice to have power over this problem? Yesterday I was sitting in my car Or somebody's car And we were parked somewhere And we were chatting We were chatting Just the two of us And we were talking he was, he was telling me about A brother in the church Who is fooling And misbehaving and you know Some problems And I told him just the two of us. We're just relaxed, chatting. I said, you know something? What we are discussing, eh? we are like that. Oh. I said, you and I, we are like that. The only thing is that the ministry we are doing has reconfigured our flesh. So it's as if we, we don't like girls. I told, look at my face well. I like girls. But because of the sacrifice to serve God, we look as if it's like it's like we, we don't like like I'm an odum tree, <laughs> odum tree or sedia. Wawa. But I said, what about what he is doing? I said. Any, if your problem is pornography, there's a girl, there's a boy, homosexuality, whatever it is, that is a problem for you. Ask yourself if you want to overcome anything, 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 power. Because Jesus in Luke ten nineteen said, "I give you power over the power over the of the enemy. I give you power, and that power is here." Yes, Luke 10, 19. I give you power over the power of the enemy. And that power is the power of the cross. I said, anybody here who is struggling, you are falling in love with a girl, you can't breathe when you see her picture. You, you, when you sleep. If you want, you are writing exams. You don't see the questions, you see her eyes. Ask yourself, what must I sacrifice to release Oh, I'm preaching today. I'm enjoying the message. What must I give up? What must I give up? I'll take it again. If you are sitting here, like you, for instance, you are going to fall in love with a boy. Am I lying? (laughs) You can't learn. The only subject 
you are able to learn now, I think it's French and English. Because they are languages. If you study geography and you see hills, you, it's like the boy's shoulder or his, like mountains are his chest. <laughs> Topography. Ask yourself, what, because, because, you see, you see, it says that, take it again, my dear, and go back to, um, what is it? First Corinthians 1. It said, for those of us who are born again, the preaching of the cross is the power of God. And there is enough power of God to overcome the power of Satan. Anybody here who has a problem with waking up in the night to watch pornography, a boyfriend, a girl, fornication, immorality, ask yourself, the only question you must ask yourself is that, what must I kill? What must I sacrifice to enable me overcome? And sometimes I'll tell you, sacrifice some time and wait on God. Sacrifice some time and be a shepherd. Sacrifice some days of the week and do outreach. Because you are too free. When the boy comes home, he comes to meet you. But he comes, you are at home. And you, you are also at home. You are going to wear bum shorts. So when he sees you, the first thing is erections. So you ask me, what should I give up? Give up two days of your life, of your week. Two days of the week. Three days. Go out. Witness. Win souls. Attend the meeting. Go to the prayer gardens. Sacrifice some time. Some of you here must be shepherds. I'm telling you that anybody here who in, in two years' time hasn't begun serving God will never last. You see, now eh, the evil is more sophisticated than our time. Our time. You have to sit down and imagine somebody's breast. No, we, no, you have to sit down and imagine how a, a, a woman's buttocks looks like. Today, you don't need to imagine. I mean, even in the church, as the choristers are in their condom skirt going to sing, you don't need any, any imagination. The whole thing is there. will keep some of you from destroying your lives will be to serve God in the ministry be a pastor, a shepherd a leader, I'm telling you if it has worked for me, it can work for you but pastor, coming to church and going, come and go, give offering, come and go it will work this time you have to ask yourself what must I give up? And I end with Second Kings 3. Second Kings chapter 3. Verse 26. When the king of Moab saw that the battle was too sore. Can I have New Living Translation, my darling? 
When the king of Moab saw that he was losing the battle, some of you are losing the battle. Some of you are losing the battle. Some of you are losing the battle. You are slipping away. Your strength in the Lord is ebbing away. Your zeal for God is drying up. You are losing the battle. Ask yourself, what must I sacrifice? When he saw that he was losing the battle, he led 700 of his swordsmen in a desperate attempt to break through the enemy lines near the king of Edom. But they failed. 700 men. The king of Moab saw that some enemies were chasing him. He was in a battle. So he deployed his best marines. But the Bible says they failed. They didn't work. So he was still losing the battle. Some of you are losing the battle for spirituality. You are losing the battle for the love of God. A girl has confused you. A boy has confused you. Some sin has smoothed your zeal for God. Next verse. Watch it. Then the king of Moab took his oldest son who would have been the next king and sacrificed him as a burnt offering on the wall. So there was a great anger against Israel and the Israelites withdrew and returned to their own land. They could not chase the king of Moab again. When they saw what he did, that this man has killed his oldest son who should be king, that power, that sacrifice of his son is what caused the enemy to turn back. What would let the homosexuals chasing you Turn back from you is the sacrifice of your life in the world to be planted in the church under a pastor. Some of you, the demons. That's a song. Three songs from old times. Mawana wakame hudono. Eradi mawansano. Lord, let the people who are chasing such prayers are not answered by God. Lord, let the devils, the enemies who are chasing me, Lord, let them what? Return. And God doesn't answer such nonsense prayers. <laughs> Sacrifice something. Give up something. I've given you a key I myself never knew till 20 minutes ago. Whenever you are struggling with any sin, not unemployment, any sin, and evil, ask yourself, what must I sacrifice? Show me what. Even if it's unemployment, you may need to sacrifice your pride. Yes. 
and start sweeping somebody's house for some local fuel. Yes. It is an eternal fact. I said, I never knew it all. It is today we are all learning. Because I'm not the one preaching to you. The Holy Spirit is the one speaking. I'm saying to you that anybody here struggling with a sin needs only one question. Not how do I overcome the sin, but what must I sacrifice for the king of Moab? It was his son. He's, what 700 swordsmen couldn't do? The blood of one boy in a war did it. What must I give up? My ministry is pale. They call me lady pastor. They might as well call me lazy pastor. What must I give up? Ah, how come I've never known this? I feel excited. You will never go wrong with this question. If you genuinely want to change, if you genuinely want something that is following you, some family devil, some whatever that, is, that has harassed your auntie, your mother, your big sister, and is coming for you, you better stop and ask yourself, what must I splash on the wall? And if you like the answer, see a pastor there. They'll tell you what to sacrifice. It is, it is fail-proof. It doesn't fail. 100% efficacy. 100 what? Percent. Show me, Lord, what must I kill? What must I give up? Some of you must record this message because you won't need it now. It is 10 years time. You will need to hear this message. You will understand that a prophet was speaking to you. You want power over that boy, over that pornography, over that sin, over worldliness. You are sitting here, you are, some of you are here, even your, the music, unbeliever songs. You, know, you, are, you are here, you are here. You, 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 you are an unbeliever masquerading as a Christian and you are struggling. I want to be serious with God. I want to love Jesus. I want to know God. I want to do this. That's not what you must ask. Your question should be, what must I sacrifice? Because sacrifice releases power. And there is power for the power of the enemy. For the king of Moab, he be with. Even fetish priests know the secret. So they will ask you, Bring a goat. Kill it. Kill something. People even kill their children. Oh, I have preached one of the best messages ever since I became a pastor. Today. This Sunday. What's today's date? 25th November. I won't forget it. It's a classic. It's a foundation. To be here, Laurie, to be here, if you don't know this message, you, you are here for a while. You are just waiting for the the next strong wind to remove you from here. You are just waiting for a, for, 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 for a healthy young man to carry you off. 
those who have remained here, who have been here for five years, ten years, I got born again 34 years ago, became a pastor 24 years ago. Today I have understood why I am still standing here. By the grace of God, the key is not even prayer. Because to pray well, you must learn to sacrifice some time before you can pray even well. If you've not mastered the art of giving up things, throwing it away, cutting off, killing, you can't be here. You are here only for today or next week. Something will bump you off. But I believe that in 30 years, if we are alive, we will see ourselves in the church. We will look old, but we will still be in church. In 40 years, if we are alive. In 15 years, if we are alive. And I pray for everyone here that may this message seep into your soul. May, may, may it change you. May, may, may it transform your understanding of what it means to work with God. And may you become a stable person because you are ready to give up anything that stands in the way of your work with God. With that in place, your destiny is guaranteed. Stand to your feet. No movement except the communion stars. Lift your hands. We are about to take communion. Shuma Aladosa. Ha ha. Sweetheart, sweetheart. This key will work for any, for any as in ANY. Ask yourself, what must I sacrifice to cause indignation for this enemy to turn back? Lift your hands. Palazua. Some problems will linger in your life waiting for your sacrifice until you have slashed the throat of something. You will never move to your next level. If it's possible to lift your hands, lift your hands and ask the Lord for understanding of this classic. Shomi andelosa bali Brumaloda Sabri misola Sadama andelosi pilole Father, bless this communion. Yes. Sanctify it. Yes. Let it minister wisdom. Yes, Lord. To us today. Keep our In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Say it. And everybody pray. Let's pray. If it has not come to you, just pray. Masikote Balea. Radaka Palu. Sandilo Abali Kotisu Malea. 
Lundo Kopo, Lift your bread And I will say to you What you are about to eat Is someone's body When Will somebody also eat something That you have sacrificed Lift it up Say this is Christ's body This is Christ's body as I eat it, as I eat it, I'm also receiving. I'm also receiving the spirit of sacrifice. The spirit of sacrifice to give up, to give up. What is precious to me? What is precious to me? To release power. To release power in my life. In my life. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Eat it. can guess what I'm about to say. Mm. Lift your cup. Ah. What you're about to drink is somebody's blood. Jesus. When he took the cup, he said, this is my blood, my, which was shed. When will someone drink your blood? Jesus. Some of you should not even take this communion because you are too selfish to drink somebody's blood. But I believe that today, as you drink it, the ability to also shed your blood. Yes. yes. Give up your life. Yes. Give up your plans. Yes. Give up your, your vision. Yes. Will come to you. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Let's drink it. Lift your hands. Just thank God. Everybody thank God. One pastor said, if thank God doesn't you. do anything again, thank he you. has tried. Thank he you. has tried. Thank, thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. Glory to your name. Thank you. Oh, how grateful. 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 Amen. Amen. Every eye closed.
every head bowed if you are here today you're not born again you want to say pastor pray for me i want to give my life to christ you are here you are not born again every eye closed and every head bowed lift your hand i want to pray for you today Mm. yes Mm. pastor pray for me Mm. i need jesus lift your hand now i'm going to pray for you to receive jesus christ into your life lift it high lift it high high i see your hand Mm. if your hand is up you want to be born again rise up and come to me here come i want to pray for you here come here i'm going to pray for you here come clap your hands for them as they come of you stand to your feet as we pray with them. Lift your two hands and say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I come to you today. I come to you today. Please forgive me my sins. Please forgive me my sins. Make me your child. 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 From today. From today. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm your child. I'm starting my life. I'm starting my life in this kingdom. In this as a born again Christian. As a born again Christian. The old has passed away. The old has passed away. Everything is new. Everything is new. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.